Olivia here with the Y2K podcast, but you know that right. I can't believe we're at episode 16 already. I got some messages about the end of episode 14. Um, I didn't listen to it before posting, and yes, afterwards, I did realise that the phone call I had with mum got recorded on there, but I couldn't be bothered with it at that point. Call it context or something. I also had a message from someone who thinks they might know Jono now and asked if I wanted them to contact him for me. And I just want to be very clear on this. I am so grateful for all of you sending me information on the people and the goings on from 2000, but please let me contact whomever I want to contact. Don't contact anyone on my behalf, right? Just send me the info if you want to. Thank you so much. Please stay tuned after the episode for a trailer of a podcast we think you will really enjoy. So, last week, Kat and Jono had a big fight and just decided to get antidepressants. Welcome to the year 2000. Hi Jess! Today's the day. I'm off in a bit to shoot the IKEA ad and I am so excited. <laughs> I just can't hide it. <laughs> I've never done a big ad like this before in a big studio. I can't wait. I'm booked all day for one very short TV ad, so I guess there will be a lot of waiting around, but I don't care. I'm going to be excitedly waiting around. <laughs> I'll report back to you tonight. Keep your fingers crossed for me today. Love you. Cat, wow, this is the day. Sending every positive thought your way. <laughs> Not that you'll need it, you'll be fantastic. Can't wait for your update. So, um, I sort of have some news. Um, last night, Tia and Maya had a bunch of people over, just a few of their friends, and it was really relaxed and fun, and Tia had made these incredible mini pies with goat's cheese and caramelized onions, and yeah, sorry, you want to hear the news, not me rambling on about the food. <laughs> Though the food was fabulous. So, I know I said I didn't want to jump into anything, but um, Rachel was there, of course, and she is so wonderful and so gorgeous, and uh, we talked pretty much the whole night, and it was easy, you know? No err moments, no snags or misunderstandings or little annoyances. It just flowed. With Claire, I always felt like we were in some weird competition. And if I wasn't losing, she'd be in a bad mood. But Rachel is so easy to talk to, and she really listens. Anyways, 
In the end, everyone else had either gone to bed or gone home, and uh, we kissed. <laughs> and it was so nice. Right, that doesn't sound very exciting, but it was exciting. Hugely exciting. Mind-blowing and toe-curling and all that good stuff. It's just that it also had that easy and nice and loving feel from the conversation we just had. Nothing else happened, though it was very clear we both wanted it to. Rachel had to travel to a library conference in Wellington early this morning, or it might have been a different story. But the whole thing makes me so happy. Whatever happens next, and yes, I'll admit that of course I want this to happen again, and more. <laughs> this was really beautiful, and makes me hopeful that there are kind people in the world, and some of them might actually like to hang out with me. <laughs> right, saying that out loud sounds a little odd. It's just that... Everything's been so hard for such a long time, and somehow, talking to Rachel and, yes, kissing Rachel, made me uh, exhale for the first time in a year or so. And yes, yes, I do realize that sounds like a Whitney Houston movie. <laughs> but that's how I feel. Like, I can breathe again. And like, I don't have to be so weighed down with all this crap that's been happening. I feel lighter. And it can't be the medication, because I only started that yesterday. And the doctor said it takes weeks to start having an effect. So it's probably Rachel, <laughs> and maybe the knowledge that the medication is happening and will hopefully start to work soon. And also that Bri is feeling so much better and doesn't need me as much. I feel good. <laughs> Finally! I feel... Yes? Jess, could you possibly help me with... Oh, sorry. You're recording for Kat? I am, but I'll be done in a minute. Um, hello, Kat. <laughs> Is that odd? I, I, I don't know Kat. No, it's nice. <laughs> I'm sure she says hi back. So, what did you need help with? Right. So, I'm dyeing fabric, and it's getting a little unwieldy. I put too much in, and now I can't move any of it around without risking a purple flood all over the kitchen floor. <laughs> right, I'm coming. Don't want a purple flood. No, <laughs> we really don't. Thanks. Well, you heard all of this, Cat. I'd better go. <laughs> Thank you. That would be wonderful. And you can tell me all about what's going on with you and Rachel. What makes you think anything's going on? Um... I was there last night. All right. <laughs> Love you. Sending good thoughts your way today. And uh, can't wait to hear how it was. <laughs> Oceans of hugs. So, 
Tell me. I'm back. Exhausted, but very, very happy. And even happier hearing your news. So amazing that something finally happened with you and Rachel. I've been waiting for this for weeks. And even more amazing that you feel better and lighter and happier. Things have been so tough for you and for Bri for such a long time that it's simply your turn to be happy now. Okay? Okay. So let me tell you about today. It was a lot of waiting around, but my unscreened husband was really nice, so we sat around and chatted while they set up endless scenes and lights and cameras. There were so many people there, it made me dizzy. And so the first few hours I was pretending to build Billy bookshelves. They wouldn't let me build much for real, which was a bit disappointing, but I get it. And chatting to Dan, that's the pretend hubby. Uh, then it was time for the lines, uh, which I knew perfectly at home, but they flew out of my mind the moment we started. <laughs> Completely freaked me out. But the director, Sarah, was really chill about it. She said it happens to a lot of actors once they get on set. Dan also said it had happened to him countless times. Don't know if that was true, but made me feel a lot better. So Sarah just told me to review the lines and try again. And I did, and it went really well. We did many takes in a few different versions, but apart from the first time, none of the retakes were my fault, so it was fine by me. And it was fun. It was energizing to be in front of a camera, and even if it was a one-time ad thing, it felt like a collaboration, which was lovely. Made me want to do more. And longer. <laughs> yeah, movies! <laughs> Not sure how that will happen though. Anyway, I... You done yet? Uh, not quite, sweetie. You've been away all day and it's late. I thought we could have some takeout and watch Buffy. That sounds great. You, you want to order and I'll be out in a bit? Fine. <sighs> I better go. I think I told you the important bits anyway. I'm so happy things are looking up for you. Love you. You coming? Hi, Claire. Um, thanks for the message. Uh, it's Jess, by the way, but you know that. Um, I'm worried about Kat, too. I've heard Jono sometimes on the voicemails, and he is not nice. I heard one fight they had, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've tried to approach it in a few different ways, but it's like I can't get through to her. And I don't want to criticize Jono too much, or maybe she won't want to talk about it at all. Ugh, I'm so damned far away. So powerless which is why I'm reaching out to you. 
I thought maybe you and Emma and Sharon could talk to her. Do an intervention type of thing, you know? Or something. <laughs> At least you're all nearby. So, uh, yeah. That's all. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, Claire. An intervention? Hmm. I wonder if that would work. Kat doesn't seem open to much criticism of Jono or the relationship at this point. Also, she seems pretty distant from the flatmates. I'm not sure if they're close enough to get through to her. Also, it's hard because yes, Jono is truly being awful, but in a way that is sort of hard to pinpoint. Oh, I don't know. I have to remind myself that this has all already happened. And I know how it ends up. Well, parts of it anyway. And I guess that sort of puts everything in perspective. Not everything that feels vitally important when you're in your 20s will stay important. So much of what they're focusing on I have never heard of. That should make me feel better about the stuff going on with my parents now, I guess. Should. Not sure it actually does. Sorry to be so depressing, listeners. I think I will go for a run and clear my head. Here's this week's trailer. Hope you like it. Till next week. A, B, C, D, E, F, this. If I have to sing this stupid song one more time... Good news, you don't. A group of podcast types have come together to bring you this collection of 20-second stories, interviews, and other ear candy to wash your hands by. Stay safe, stay well, and listen, rinse, repeat. If you knew either Kat or Jess or any of their friends 20 years ago, I would like to hear from you. Please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod. That's the number two. Also, check out our webpage at y2kpod.com where you can find more info and, of course, listen to all the episodes. The show is also on Apple Podcasts, what used to be iTunes, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like Y2K, please tell your friends to listen too. And if you have a minute, it would mean so much if you would rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It can help others find the show and also it makes me very happy. If you want to support the show further, thank you so much. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash y2kpod and pledging a monthly amount. From one US dollar, you get all our episodes early. So if you were a patron, you could check out next week's episode in just a few days. Our fantastic music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. I'm Olivia, thank you for listening, and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000.